Hello, everyone. Kara Olker here, intuitive health coach and founder of Deep and Roots Health Coaching. I host my own podcast called Deep and Roots Podcast, and I do it all from Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it truly is the easiest way to make a podcast. And here's why. First off, it's free. Who doesn't love to be able to do things for free? And there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. By the way, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Pretty sweet, eh? It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. I personally love using Anchor to record and upload my podcast episodes. I get to choose my own intro and outro music. In case you were wondering, it's Tropics in the Beats section. And it's very user-friendly for this millennial who can't technology at all. (laughs) It's one and done. Then I schedule my episodes to publish whenever I want them published. For me, I schedule to publish every Friday because... Who doesn't love Fridays? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello there. You are listening to the Deep and Roots podcast. My name is Carol Olker. I am an intuitive health coach and the founder of Deep and Roots Health Coaching. Check out what I do and the services I offer on Facebook and Instagram under Deep and Roots Health Coaching. You can also join my Facebook group, Reincarnated, called Busy Professionals Living with Gut Issues. Deep and Roots podcast has been created to give listeners an inside look into my health coaching business, specifically my one-on-one 90-day program, which helps my clients establish habits that serve them in developing intuition around their thoughts and gut health. I use science and logic, and I also use the power of thoughts, feelings, intuition, and sass because authenticity is not an option in my world. You know what else isn't an option? Trusting your gut. If this appeals to you and you want to dive into your own abundant health journey, reach the hell on out to me. I'd love to hear from you. So let's get started. Welcome to episode 24. Hello, my friends. How's it going? Are you staying healthy? Are you staying sane? I sure have been. (laughs) It's still a pandemic, so continue to social distance, wear your mask, wash your hands, just dig deep and, you know, just keep doing your thing. I've been working and organizing, walking Henry, working. I've also watched some of the Great British Baking Show lately, which I can't even eat gluten, but one day I went to be involved in a gluten-free version of the show just so I can steal people's gluten-free baked goodies and eat them. (laughs) I'm feeling inspired by British baking shows lately while I'm working and social distancing like a boss because it's fall and the holidays are coming up. 
I mean, it's hard not to watch baked goodies being baked without dreaming of your favorite cake or pie growing up. Mine is sugar cream pie with a fresh mug of black coffee. And one day I'll make it with a gluten-free crust. One day. So today we are talking about how to enjoy holiday dinners and not feel like shit afterwards. Why? Well, Thanksgiving is less than a week away, peoples. And while it's still strongly advised, I repeat, strongly advised to not visit your family on Thanksgiving. Some of you are going to anyways. Or maybe you're going to cook a Thanksgiving feast for the people living in your current household. Or maybe you're going to have a Zoom Thanksgiving or a drive-by Thanksgiving cook-off. I mean, if someone drops off a gluten-free baked macaroni outside my entryway, I'd completely welcome it. (laughs) Either way... Thanksgiving is going to be different this year, mixed with everyone trying to hold on traditions like their identity depends on it. And hey, I get it. I'm sad I won't be spending time with my grandparents this year uh, before hopping house to house, but you betcha I'm going to be talking talking to them on the phone a lot and other people in my family. So with Thanksgiving and people wanting to carry on their traditions at some capacity, there's going to be a lot of food around. A lot of food that's going to be heavy, full of cheese and cream and fat and more fat and pies on pies on pies. I love Thanksgiving for this reason. However, for those of you listening, maybe you overeat. Eat foods that you know you're intolerant to. Or maybe you're dealing with some major digestive distress or autoimmune disease and you're not looking forward to Thanksgiving because you feel like you'll have to miss out on eating tasty foods in general. You may want to just not participate at any capacity and that's okay too. Make your own tradition. However, if you want to eat, if you want to join in on the festivities, even via Zoom, Don't allow common holiday dinner habits knock you down completely. That said, there are three steps to help you enjoy holiday dinners without feeling like shit afterwards. Step one, identify what makes you feel like shit. Step two, develop a game plan by setting expectations and boundaries for yourself, not others. Step three, commit to and act on this game plan. So step one, identify what makes you feel like shit. Is it your thoughts and feelings around your family or specific people in your family? Are you uneasy being around people due to this COVID pandemic? Or are you just plain missing people due to staying safe during the pandemic? Or do you have food intolerances or autoimmune diseases that keep you from enjoying pretty much anything? Or Do you have an overeating issue? Does it relate to your thoughts and feelings from above? Or do you find stuffing yourself to the brim? Do you find yourself stuffing yourself to the brim despite feeling pretty content? If you dissect it a little bit, this can be a form of people pleasing because you want to be able to eat everyone's food without any regard for your body telling you to stop. Hey, it happens to the best of us. 
It's all about awareness at this point. So step two, develop a game plan by setting expectations and boundaries for yourself, not others. This is essential because you can't do step number three willy-nilly without any emotional or physical preparation. If you have anxiety in general and family dinner set you off, even the mere fact of seeing an aunt or uncle or cousin or whoever on the Zoom screen, make a plan to minimize conversation with anyone who triggers you and know that your thoughts in regards to this person are your own. I'm not saying that any feelings are not valid. What I am saying is that your boundaries and sense of self are valid and important. You can verbally set a boundary to this person and tell them you need them to respect it. It does feel better in the long run than letting it boil over. And this will allow you to get to a place where you can enjoy your time with everyone else. That alone will allow you to even digest your food. And if you're not prone, if you're prone to not eating or eating too much when stressed, then standing firm in your own power really just takes that pressure off you. To hell if the other person doesn't like it. Let's say you have food intolerances, severe digestive distress, or autoimmune disease. Plan to bring what you'll be be able to eat and enjoy eating. If you're unsure what to bring for yourself, turn to some autoimmune paleo recipes for food intolerances and autoimmune disease, or plan to take a dessert or side dish in a way that you'll be able to eat it. Google, I mean, literally online, you could probably type in tomato list tomato sauce <laughs> because you can't eat tomatoes and you will find a recipe on tomato list tomato sauce. So hell, make enough, <laughs> whatever it is, so others can enjoy it too if you'd like. And let the host of the dinner know what you're doing so they know uh, to expect other dishes at the table. And you can possibly have an ally in your planning to bring your own food. Which really is handy, especially if you're self-conscious about bringing your own food to dinner and you need someone to help tell others to mind their business if they say anything negative or if they're just confused and won't let it go. Now, for those seemingly jovial people still eating and eating while still managing to eat, make a couple of plans. First, make a plan to eat at least a breakfast. Second, Make a plan to stop eating your Thanksgiving meal when you're about a 7 on the fullness scale, if being plum full was a 10. Now, step 3. Commit to and act on your plan to develop. And step number 2. Going back to feeling anxious at dinners, just commit to not starting or taking shit. (laughs) Easier said than done, I know, but it's worth it in the long run. You know, I've noticed if I'm even socially distancing around a group of people, my social skills are just a little weird. (laughs) I feel more comfortable in front of my camera or my, my, um, 
podcast microphone, to be honest. But you can use this time, this Thanksgiving dinner time to catch up with grandma during the Zoom dinner and politely just let the relative that gets under your skin say whatever they're going to say. Tell them when they're crossing a boundary. 2020 didn't put up with anything. You shouldn't have to either. Stay reassured in yourself. Keep standing in your truth. This will allow you to enjoy your dinner more than just dreading dinner, and you won't be over or under, and you won't over or under eat as much. Still having anxiety? Take some time to yourself to take some 557 breaths. Believe me, it really does help. And leave. If the anxiety gets too bad, no need to apologize or feel ashamed. Choose to honor yourself, and sometimes it means walking away or leaving the Zoom meeting. For those with food intolerances, digestive distress, and autoimmune disease, bring that dish and feel proud, yet feel like it wasn't a big deal. If other people make it a big deal or get offended, this is where you stand in your truth and tell them the food they brought looks delicious, but you just need to bring your own food this year. This doesn't mean you need to explain yourself, especially in great detail. I've made that mistake before, thinking I had to explain why I was doing what I was doing, especially when bringing my own food to dinners. And it makes it more awkward for yourself and others. We as humans feel the strong need to fix things. So telling people you're not completely comfortable around your Uh, you're not completely comfortable with around your gut issues is going to make them think that they can problem solve and save you from eating food different from the rest of the family. So taking that out of the equation just lets you sit down and have a meal with everyone else. It feels pretty freeing once you master this approach. I felt like a total badass. Then my gut healed. (laughs) And then I could eat most of the foods again. And lastly, those who are hearty eaters when they're happy, put in emotion your plan to eat a breakfast and then stop eating your Thanksgiving meal when you're about at a seven on your self-imposed fullness scale. Afraid of missing out on someone's dish? Eat small portions of everything, take your time, and pay attention to how full you get. You can still take food home with you and save it for later. In fact, in my family, it's a crime to not take some form of leftover home in a country crock tub. (laughs) Just take your time, breathe, and enjoy everyone existing together, however you are choosing to do it. So what do you think? Any of this feel doable? I know some of these examples hit hard for people, and that's okay. Again, this year has hit us hard, so you may just find yourself feeling anxious or not able to eat foods because they upset you, or you may just find yourself wanting to eat all the foods. The more we identify what hits us hard, and decide we're not going to let it define us, yet not let it walk all over us, the more we can just be ourselves and live more purposeful lives. 
Sometimes the true test in our abilities to do this can be during the holiday gatherings. Just allow yourself to feel it and know that you are safe in your thoughts. You are safe. And you owe it to yourself to enjoy the hell out of Thanksgiving, regardless of your plans. Deep and Roots podcast covers elements of my one-on-one 90-day program that is founded on the concepts of acting out of abundance instead of fear and going for what serves you. From time to time, I'll also cover what speaks to me, what's important in the moment, who's influenced my work, and even bring you interviews with like-minded business owners. I also encourage you to reach out and let me know what else you'd like me to talk about. What moves you? What speaks to you? What serves you? Also, don't be shy. Visit my Facebook and Instagram pages by searching under Deepened Roots Health Coaching. There, you'll be able to check out the coaching services I offer and book a complimentary wellness breakthrough session. Oh, and don't forget to join my newly reincarnated Facebook group named Busy Professionals Living with Gut Issues. I have weekly lives and conversations with other group members that's more personal and interactive. Thank you so much for joining me and I will see you next time.